0: It's your girl Shakira, and you are now listening to Unbroken, the self-love and healing tribe. Today's topic is the victim mentality. What story are we telling ourselves? How are we framing breakups, trauma, everything that has happened to us? Because there's two types of people. There's people that look at the stuff that has happened to them, and they say, Wow, you know what? This happened to me and this is why I am the way I am. We don't want to get into that mindset because that is called the victim mindset. When you see people who are cursing other people and being rude and disrespectful and when you get to know them, you realize, wow, this person has been through a lot and they did not overcome any of that because if they did, they wouldn't be so rude. (laughs) And there's other people who they see what have what has been done to them, and they make a decision to never be like that person. Now we could say, man, this person was a dog, he betrayed me, or this woman, she was so horrible, she hurt me, she broke my heart. Or you could say, you know what? Despite the tough times, there were some beautiful moments. I'm glad for the good experiences and I'm glad that they're no longer in my life because that makes room for the right person to enter my life. Getting out of the victim mentality takes practice because as we all know, our minds are programmed to think the same thoughts, the same experiences that we've been having. And it's not until you decide, you know what? I'm going to change my thoughts. I'm going to change my story. Because you're the pilot of your mind. If you wake up and you say, I'm going to have a great day today. I'm going to attract positive things. I'm going to attract abundance. Your mind has no choice but to listen to you. And the opposite is also true. If you wake up and you say, I hate Mondays. I'm going to be so tired today. I'm going to get into it with my coworkers. (laughs) Ultimately, that's what you're going to attract. So pick your fighter. Now, there's a lot of people who have come from a dysfunctional household. It's very common, you know, and that's why it's hard for me to understand when people are rude to others, because at the end of the day, We've all been through our fair share of stuff, whether it's family issues, relationship issues. There's nobody walking this earth that hasn't experienced pain. So I want you to keep that in mind when you're interacting with other people, even a stranger in the street. It doesn't cost anything to hold the door for someone, to say, excuse me, to say please and thank you, to give a compliment. One of the biggest things that I loved doing growing up and I still love to do it is compliment people. If I see that you look good, I can't go on in my day without telling you that you look good. It's just not in me. And I know there's been times in my life where I was feeling a bit down and someone would compliment me and that just made my entire week. (laughs) So I try to remember that every day of my life to pour into others as well. Now, as I was saying, There's a lot of people that have come from dysfunctional households where they felt like to be worthy of love, to earn affection, to have approval, they had to earn it. They had to perform. And it's really common. So this leads to self-blame. When a relationship ends, you catch yourself asking, how could I have been better? Even if this person completely disrespected you, completely betrayed you, deep down inside you're asking... What could I have done better? What did I do to deserve that? And the truth is, you didn't do anything to deserve that love. People that are hurt, they hurt other people. So keep that in mind. When someone disrespects you, when someone betrays you, when someone hurts you, never, ever take that personally. Understand that you're not alone. This happens a lot. And a lot of relationships are based on a project and a worker relationship. And this stems from that dysfunctional family where they have to perform to earn love, where there's one person in a relationship that is always fixing and the other is always... I realized in my personal experience, in my relationship, that I was always being the fixer. I was busy getting this person a job, helping him find a car, talking to his mom, It was just all types of things that I was doing. And you know what happens when you start being the fixer, being the fixer, being the fixer? You start upsetting God because that's not your job. That is God's job. Yes, we're put on this earth to love ourselves, to grow, to help others. But there's a difference between helping and fixing. And one of the biggest lessons that I could give you, woman, is let a man be a man. Let a man be a man. And let yourself be a lady. Live a soft life. Relax. And allow yourself to be pursued. Allow yourself to receive. Say yes more often. Allow yourself to be in your feminine. I kept telling myself this old story that I had to earn love. I had to earn love. And then I came into these relationships with that same mindset helping this individual get a job, helping this individual get a car, helping this individual get an apartment, you guys. Like, it was just so much that I'm looking at now as an adult. And then I realized, wow, you need to change your story. And I did. I changed my story. I had to tell myself, you know what? My mom wanted the best for me, and I wanted to make her proud. And that's it. My mom spoiled me. She gave me everything that she could when she could. If she had it, she will not tell me no. And yes, I did have to work hard in school because she wanted the best for me. She came to this country from another country, and she believed in her children. And if she didn't see us doing our ultimate best, then yes, she would give us a cold shoulder. But that's not to say that she didn't love us, that she didn't love me. And then once I changed my mindset, once I changed my story, you guys, I started attracting great friendships, great relationships. And I was in the state of receiving. I would come home. I remember living in Louisiana. I would come home and I would have a plate of food ready for me. My apartment would be cleaned. My feet rubbed. It was, it was amazing. It was amazing. And I remember us having our anniversary and I got my Pandora bracelet, rose petals, candles, everything, you guys. I had car issues. Here, go fix it. I don't want you worrying because I'm I'm the man. It's my responsibility to protect and provide. And I just want you to be happy. So... Once you change your story, you guys, you're going to attract the things that you desire, the things that are for you. Let God be God. Let yourself be a woman, be in your feminine. If someone is not allowing you to be in your feminine, hey, protect your energy, protect yourself. It is your responsibility to make yourself happy. There's some things in life that we cannot control, but you know what we can control? Who we talk to, what we say who we spend our time on, what we listen to. And I want you to really start listening to empowered people. Sarah Jakes Roberts, she helped me a lot with being in my feminine, with seeing who I am in God. And she really allowed me to see that I was born worthy I don't have to earn my worthiness. I don't have to earn my value. I'm worthy because I'm worthy because I'm worthy because I come from a kink and that makes me a princess. Once again, you're not a victim. Life is happening for you, not to you. If you do not understand the lessons that have been dealt to you, you will keep repeating those same lessons. No matter what you've been through, you were either there to learn something or to serve someone else a purpose. So remember that. Stop forcing relationships. Think about your loved ones, your circle. Do you have to chase and convince them for love? No, (laughs) they show up because they value you. They know you are worthy. They show up gladly and it's an equal exchange. If you're constantly being the one pouring into someone pouring into someone always getting someone out of their hole you're probably not meant to be there when you know you are worthy you don't question why someone doesn't text you back you don't question why this person doesn't like you back you naturally don't like them because they don't like you (laughs) it becomes unattractive you're like wow I'm doing this for you, I'm showing up for you and you're not showing up for me, ill, yuck, bye. (laughs) When you know you're worthy, this is how you operate, with health, with abundance, with relationships. You have to activate this in your mind and know that you are worthy. I love you, you are worthy, you are a king, you are a queen. Whoever doesn't see that, get them out of your life, make room for people that do see that. Be careful what you allow into your mind into your ears, into your heart, for those are portals to your soul, to your heart. One of the main points that I see in Psalms, in Proverbs is to guard your heart for all good things flow from it. That is 100% true. When we are heartbroken, we feel blocked. We're like in this dark mindset. So protect your heart from people that are constantly out to hurt you Believe people when they show you the first time who they are. And remember, you are a victor, not a victim. Everything that, every, every piece of dirt that someone throws at you, make flowers out of that. I love you. You are a king. You are worthy. You are valuable. You don't need to go out and perform for someone. No. The perfect person will come. And until then, be the perfect person for you. Work on yourself to attract the right individual. Have a blessed week.